Thank you, Dr. Sherwood. You know, for 43 years, I've crisscrossed the nation in itinerant evangelism. Been in the ministry 53 years, but I was a youth pastor for three and senior for seven. But for the last 43 years, I've been in itinerant evangelism. And all across the country, I have encountered graduates of Nazarene Bible College. Uh, pastors, associate pastors, and district superintendents. And I've been an eyewitness to the fruit of your efforts there. And I just want to say thank you and congratulations. And uh, it's valid and substantial. Um, so I'm glad to bring a few scriptures uh, to our attention this morning. First, uh, do you remember when you made an extra effort to counsel with a student who was searching for answers? God saw that. Remember you, when you were awakened in the middle of the night with a student on your heart and you invested in your intercessory prayer? God saw that. How about when a student was facing serious financial need and you gave financially to help make a difference? God saw that. What about when you made a phone call just to check on a student to see how he or she were doing? God saw that. And remember when you bought a card and mailed it to a student with a note of encouragement? God saw that. Every effort that you make to invest in students' lives is substantial and significant. And God notices and he blesses us. Spirit-led efforts like these remind me of a lesser-known servant who Paul mentions in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16 through 18. I'll read from New American Standard Version. The Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he was in Rome, he eagerly searched for me and found me. The Lord grant him to find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you know very well what services he rendered in Ephesus. We don't hear much about Onesiphorus, but he exemplifies some characteristics that are admirable and a good pattern for us to follow. He wasn't known for high visibility or prominence, but he made it better where he was. And my challenge for each of us as we participate in the kingdom where God has assigned us, to let's make it better where we are. On Asiphorus, he made an extra effort. He took a risk. He was persistent. He was sacrificial with both time and money. He continued his previous dedication that was obvious from his days at Ephesus. And that's a pattern for us. Uh, as we go forward in the ministries that God has given to us, let's uh, go the extra mile and make the extra effort, even when we don't feel like it. Let's take a risk. The little homework that I got to do on this passage and Paul's connection with Onesiphorus, uh, he made a substantial journey to Rome and searched in a strange city among strange streets asking dangerous questions, putting his own life at risk, uh, and he found Paul. So he didn't give up. He was sacrificial. 
it cost him time, it cost him money, and he was consistent with the, the pattern of ministry that he had already demonstrated earlier at Ephesus. So let's continue our spirit-led dedication and pursuits. Let's walk through the doors that the Lord opens for us to serve. With God's help, we will make it better where we are. The Hebrew author provides encouragement in chapter 6, verse 10. For God is not unjust, so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown toward his name by having served and by still serving the saints. That's New American Standard. I especially like the flow of that same verse in NIV. God is not unjust. He's a holy, sovereign, trustworthy, loving, kind, faithful God. God is not unjust. Second thing he said, he will not forget your work. He has seen every effort you folks at NBC have invested in his kingdom, in the lives of those students. And I've seen where the rubber meets the road out there on the ro uh, road in my evangelistic work where guys are serving or ladies are serving in a bivocational context, trying to pay off student loans, trying to get new tennis shoes and jeans for the kids, and they are committed and glued to the cause, getting chewed on by critics and trying to find a sermon for Sunday. You know the whole deal. And I got to tell you that the investment that you guys make is really significant. And I'm at the other end from your classroom or for your online. And I say, whoa, NBC is flat out really getting the job done. And I just want to take this chance to say congratulations. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him. When you invest yourself altruistically in the kingdom of God through NBC, you're serving God. You're showing your love for him. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you've shown him as you have helped his people. When you're investing yourselves in other students' lives, you're showing your love for God and helping them as well. And then we don't pull over and park and give up. The last statement he says in Hebrews 6.10, and continue to do so. So uh, I salute you, and I'm on your team, and I'm wearing your jersey. And uh, I'm going to make a difference uh, for God, for Christ, for souls, in and through my opportunities to serve and help NBC. So I want to say thank you to each one who serves in and through Nazarene Bible College. You're making a significant difference in the lives of your students, which in turn is multiplied in their various ministries. We may not be able to fix everything in the church or in our nation or in our world but we can make it better where we are. Your ministry through Nazarene Bible College is significant and substantial. It's effective and it's enduring. You have influence and impact. The results are edifying and eternal. And somewhat day when it's all over here and we land in heaven and scan the crowd, we'll see visual evidence 
of the fruit of our efforts together. Thank you for the privilege of participating today. I'd like to conclude my time with a word of prayer. That'd be all right? Father, I ask your blessing on every participant on staff and faculty at the Nazarene Bible College. Those who are adjunct, those who are close by and hands-on, those who are in the office and administrate, those who give leadership. I pray your special blessing on Dr. Sherwood and Dr. Like. Bless Susan there in the office and all, all those who work there together in Lenexa. I pray, Lord, that you'd give each one a fresh new sense of effectiveness and influence and impact for Christ and for souls, for time and for eternity. You know the personal private needs that each face. I claim your promise. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. In your promise, let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And we thank you that your divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Thank you for our minutes together today. In Jesus' name, amen.